You're listening to A Bossy Short with Lisa Schinninger and Julia Dumay, and today we are talking about NaNoWriMo, the month of November where you are going to write your own novel. Yes, nice, nice intro, by the way. Oh, thanks. I, we were discussing earlier, listeners, I can never manage the intro <laughs> right away. One time I will. Um, yeah, NaNo, I'm, I'm excited. I've done this, this may be my 10th year doing this. Oh, wow. Um, or my 11th. Um, it's not, uh, yeah, so I'm excited. Have you done it before? Yeah, I've attempted it many years. Um, yes. probably five or six years I've attempted it. I have never actually finished. Um, right. so right. I did for, like, I think I've previously mentioned, I did a class la- over the summer where I did write a novel. It was a little yeah. more than a month. It was about eight weeks, six to eight weeks. You've done your nana, your novel for the year. So. Yeah, so I did that for the year. So what I'm going to do this year is actually uh, mini nano. I've got another idea that I want to flesh out. Um, cool. And I'm taking a little bit different of an approach. I've got an outline. Um, and I'm just going to fill in uh, like wh- what the scene should be rather than actually writing the whole thing yeah. out. Um, so that I have a start for when it's time to revise it. Can you tell us um, a little about that novel? If you're, if you're willing. I get a little superstitious about sharing too much but- yeah, I am a little superstitious about that because I haven't really um, done anything. Like, I haven't actually sat down and done the work of yeah. doing the outline. Yeah, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to that for a little while, but I will probably talk about it later in the month. Right. Um, so you're you've been, you've done this ten, eleven times now. Do you have any uh, tips or strategies that you would share? It's never when... you're never do it as early as possible. Is my advice, my first advice. Okay, because I. Maybe you have more discipline than you listeners, in which case um, I applaud you. I wish you could teach me your ways. Or No, I don't, <laughs> because you're just going to get frustrated. We're both just going to get frustrated. It's going to be trying to teach you pick the same. Um, but personally, I this is the same reason I go to the gym first thing in the morning. It's that the longer I have to put it off, the less mm-hmm. likely so okay. do you know just do it first thing in the morning as soon as you think in the, in the morning oh I have to do that just sit down at your computer and pound it out for the day because um, otherwise you're going to have a hand in it all day and then you're going to say oh I'm just tired from work I, I can't I'll do it tomorrow mm-hmm. and you won't do it tomorrow either or you'll do some of it tomorrow and you'll still be a thousand and everything right so that's my number one tip uh my number two tip i every time and everybody says this it's like the number one thing you hear about writing and i've experienced it for myself so many times and yet i'm surprised every time is that it will go in directions you don't expect you'll be writing and you'll have even if you have a full outline and i do have a lot of an outline this time um, you will still find yourself sitting down to write and coming up with all this stuff that really surprises you. Uh, mm-hmm. So just go with it. You're going to be taken by surprise by a lot. And uh, like I said, every time I'm like, okay, well, that's nice, but I can't rely on that. So I'm going to do an outline this time. And I will. 
and then I'll come to start writing and I'm like, oh, this is completely different from what I outlined. Well, I'm glad I did all that work. Um, yeah, so just go with it. Embrace it. Cool. Enjoy it. Yeah, the um the one thing that the one writing tip in general that I have that I've I sort of came to embrace very late um is outlining. Yeah. I always kind of I was I'm more of an organic writer. I don't um I have had a lot of trouble in the past sort of compartmentalizing and working on one piece at a time. Yeah. Um you know, and being able to jump around inside the manuscript and work on a later scene and then go back and work on an earlier scene. And um cuz I felt like if it didn't all flow Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, in a first draft, it, I wouldn't be able to recapture. Yeah. Completely discounting oh. the fact that in the editing process, you come back and you resynthesize it all, and you, um, oh. you can, you make stylistic changes, and you can make sure that like the emotion of the piece mm-hmm. works. Um, oh, get out of so, my head, but, Get out of my head, <laughs> gosh. Yeah. But so I've recently, really recently, come around to the idea of working out. The, instead of the first draft being the first living document of your story, making the outline or a synopsis be the first, you know, working draft yeah. um, so that you have the story nailed down in, the, in advance. So it's not just like you're discovering everything as you go, yeah. but there's still room to discover as yeah. you go through. Um, just because you have an outline doesn't mean that you're a hundred percent, you bought into the entire story and you have it all. You're still going to, like you said, surprise yourself along the way. I think that's an important thing. Yeah. That's a really important distinction to make is that, you know, you may be having an outline. It's a fallback. And even if Mm -hmm. like, it's great on a day when you're just like, it's, you know, the 18th of the month and there's still so much to go, but there's so much behind you and you just can't imagine how you can possibly do anything more. You'll just, Mm -hmm. even if you can't, okay. And even if it has done the really fun thing of going off in a weird, crazy direction you never saw, you're still just like, Oh God, I've exhausted that too. I can't, I have nothing. That's when you go back to your outline and you say, okay, I'm going to do this anyway. If I can fit it in later, great. If I can't, too bad. I've still learned mm-hmm. something about, I can figure out why that doesn't work later. You can do the math right. and say, okay, yeah. this doesn't work because X, Y, Z. Right. And I found, um, since I started outlining, um, I don't write myself into a corner as often mm-hmm. um, because I've already done the process of actually breaking the story and figuring out what goes where. Yeah. Um, and then it's just sort of filling in the details and learning about the characters and, you know, coming up with the the fancy stuff, I think yeah. I would call it, yeah. um, where I've already got the bones of the story where uh, they've already been broken and reset. Yeah. Um, so you don't have to do as much of that work. So it makes it a lot easier, especially in something like Nano, to just sort of fly through the actual writing of it. Yeah. Um, and the actual writing of it, do you have a, like a favorite program that you work in or anything? I have tried so many things over the years um, and it varies. Mm-hmm. Usually I've tried Scrivener and I really like Scrivener, but I can't make it, I can't carry it from one computer to another because sometimes, right. you know, I'll have 20, I'm working I'm or I'll sit at my desk at lunch, I'll eat lunch at my mm-hmm. desk and open up a browser in um, at my work computer and work in so I just end up working in Google Box most of the time, you know, because Scrivener, okay. I love it, but I can't take it from computer to computer the way I can. Yeah, that's my, that's my big problem with Scrivener is it's not um, portable. 
um, I would have to carry around my laptop with me in addition to my work laptop yep. and whatever other devices I have to carry Too that day. Um, so yeah, I do use Google Docs as well. I and I use Word, but Scrivener is really great for doing the organizing. Yeah. Um, you can do scene by scene. You can do chapter by chapter. Yeah. You can do scenes within scenes. Um, so what I what I did over the summer was I actually took that outline. Um, and synopsis that I came up with, and I went in and created that outline in Scrivener, so I could just pull one scene at a time and have my notes already there, and I could output that to Word or to Google nice. Docs, and then I could carry that around with me. Yeah. I also write an email sometimes. Yeah. Which is, it gets emailed of, back and forth to myself. Yeah, I do a lot of emails to myself. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, so yeah, um, portability is a big thing. Just have it ready whenever you don't. It helps me to do it all at once. Um, listeners, it may not for you. You may be able, again, you may be someone more disciplined than I who can say, okay, I'm going to take this five minutes I've got free and write a couple hundred words and come back and write the other 1200 mm -hmm. words for the day later. Um, but I cannot, I sort of have to do it all at once, but if you can, yeah, then absolutely more power to you. I admire yeah. you. Yeah. Email yourself your notes. Just, yeah. yeah. Google owns us at this point. Yes. There is another option, though. Um, 750words.com. Oh, yeah. I think it, just, it recently went to, I think you have to pay to access, but it is worth it because it saves your work. Mm. Um, so it counts along with you as you're going. Yeah. And when you hit 750 words, it counts as like a, you get a check and mark for that day, basically. And it saves pretty much every, basically, yeah. if you stop typing for a couple of seconds, it will save so mm -hmm. if you if you have a crash, you will only lose a few words at the most. Right. You know, you'll lose. Yeah. It's not the heartbreaking thing it would be if your computer crashed before you had saved the day's work in Word. Mm -hmm. What about um? Do you listen to music at all while you're writing? Yes. Okay. I have to. Um, I find that if I don't have music on, I'm much more likely to pull myself away from the writing and, and go and find out, you know, what is cat doing? Mm. What is my family doing? Mm. What's going on outside? I will even st stand at a window and just, like, stare at cars yep. going by. Like, yep. whatever I can do to, like, get away yep. from it. So it's really helpful to have something in my ears. I don't know about you, but I have I have a lot of friends who can't listen to music with lyrics. Yes. I don't really have that problem. That's me. I can't. Um, okay. No, I can't. So what do you prefer to listen um, to? I like, and thank gosh for uh, Songza is one of my favorite tools for sort of discovering new music, S-O-N-G-Z-A. Um, and I'm a subscriber to Spotify. So, because, mm -hmm. you know, I like, I am, it does depend a lot on the mood. The mood has to be right for the music and it has to be, I'm, because I'm writing, again, like you, I'm a little superstitious about a lot of details just because I don't trust myself to actually write it if I talk too much about it beforehand. Um, but I'm, mm -hmm. I'm writing a, a romance novel in a sci-fi setting, basically. So I've discovered a lot of, I've been listening to a lot of, uh, electro swing is what it's called. It's sort of a combination of, it's techno, jazz, basically, fusion. So okay. Jazz, especially with a very, like, 30-style jazz sound, um, swing jazz sound, but with some, the beats, the repetitions, some 
influenced, heavily influenced by techno and often created on modern instruments, um, techno equipment. Um, so I've been listening a lot to that and a lot of jazz often is sort of my fallback and modern classical and ambient especially mm-hmm. also can be very handy for me. Um, just something that will, it's not quite white noise, um, a little bit of mm-hmm. a mood, a little bit of emotion, a little bit evocative, but not, because the problem with lyrics for me is that I'm going to get caught up in writing and listening to the words. Okay. And I'm going to get caught up in that. And I, it'll be often too much of a story on its own. Or it'll be, like you said, a distraction where I can just sort of sit here and listen to these words instead. So I want something that is evocative, that does provide a mood, but doesn't actually take over all of my brain. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I actually use um, 8-tracks. Oh, yeah. My preferred. Because you can find these... um, sort of mixes that people have yeah, put together already. I just already. discovered um, that. It's great. Based around the theme. I love it. I'm going to link to one of my favorites. I found when I was working on that story um, over the summer that um, spaghetti western themes oh. were actually really, really helpful, especially when I was writing action yeah. scenes. Because uh, the energy is really high um, and they're kind of repetitive, so you get a lot of the same motifs throughout. Mm. Um, so that was really fun. But I don't have a problem listening to lyrics. Good for you. Um, because I, I have a problem lyrics. processing lyrics when I'm listening to music. Um, it It's just another, the voice is just another mm. musical instrument in my ear. It's really hard for me to discern actual lyrics unless I really concentrate on them. So it does sort of become a white noise kind of a thing. And I also found that, um, especially if I'm going for a certain mood in a scene, if there's a song that evokes that mood in me, if I put it on a loop um, yeah. and listen to only that, it really recedes. And I've, um, I think there were there were a couple of Bob Dylan songs oh. that I put on loop. One I listened to, <laughs> I wrote one day for about eight hours. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I, you with, are with some good for you. With some breaks, I it was not eight hours straight through. I would be Still. dead. I would not be speaking to you today. Jeez. And I had that song on the entire time um so it really was just kind of like a background but then for the next couple of days like everywhere i went like i heard the song constantly nice. <laughs> it, was, nice. it was like this mega nuclear earworm it was terrible All right, but well, tell us- um sorry sorry god oh that's okay um i was just gonna say i'm gonna link to eight tracks um and i'm gonna link to a couple Excellent. of my favorite and i'm Excellent. gonna ask you for links to some of your favorites yes i will if i can yes i'll try and find a figure out how links work on songs and if not, I okay. will share with you some of the fun eight tracks fan mixes I've discovered on uh, on since I learned about eight tracks. Um, cause there are some great Mass Effect ones, FYI. If you're a video game, oh, okay, cool. Um, oh, there was, oh yeah, okay. So, understandably, we've established. Okay, you're not gonna, you're not comfortable, same way I am about not sharing too much, but. Tell us a little more about what you wrote over the summer, also, because oh, I would love to yeah. hear. I've heard little bits and pieces from uh, little you, bits of but it. I would love to know it, sort of the elevator pitch. Um, jeez, oh, I haven't. I put it in a drawer, and I told myself I wasn't oh, okay, going to edit anything enough. until the first of the year. So it's been a while. Um, but it's basically a woman on a colony ship in the far future, um, is investigating a murder. Oh my um, gosh, that sounds amazing. 
it was a lot of fun. It's actually based, um, what we did was we studied a novel in the genre that we wanted to write. Yeah. Um, and so I looked at the Raymond Chandler. Sound, yeah, um, you mentioned that yeah. it sounds like such a clear method. And it's what I've sort of done with my, with my nano. Okay, cool. I'm sort of, I'm doing something similar. I don't know, I, you'll have to send me some of your notes and stuff for class. Because oh, yeah. Because it sounds very similar to what I try to do. Is I'm looking at, because I was, you know, doing free writing. And it's mm-hmm. science fiction. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to do something in the world, though. And I'm getting right. overwhelmed. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm getting, I'm building this whole big plot. And I was like, no, I can't. Okay. Start small. Take a romance novel I enjoy. Look at the back cover for it on good things for it. Uh-huh. And start with that. And that helped me so much. Oh, cool. To be able to say, okay, leave a lot of this. It can be in my notes this world-building stuff, but what I'm actually working with is this small thing whose two characters there. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, that's awesome. I love hearing about that. We're definitely going to have to talk yes. about that. You practically have a whole, you have half an episode. I know, I know. We'll have to talk about it at the end of the month. We'll see. We'll check back yes. in and see where we are. And hopefully some listeners will write in with uh, their experiences. Our, over our bossy, not so short this week. Bossy yeah. Degrees. Our bossy medium. Bossy medium. <laughs> bossy knee lengths. Bossy capris. I love it. <laughs> bossy clam diggers. Bossy clam diggers. I love it. That's great. Somebody's going to name their band that, right? Listeners, I hope tell so. us when you name your band Bossy Plantators. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Okay, so you can find us on realbossybritches.com where we hope you're going to write in and let us know how your nano is going. Yes. And you can find us on Twitter and Tumblr at Britches Podcast. I'm on Twitter myself as OC Fair, and you can find Jules at Jules Has Tweets. Yay! Find us, tweet us, share your feelings. Share all of all the feelings. All of the feelings. So many feelings. 